Support for today's episode comes from Dane Products. You know, the rose is still the talk of the town, but I'm telling you, Dame has something better. The air creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris so you can go all the way right away. The opening is bigger and the material is a bit more squishier so you can access more because, you know, your clit is more than that little that little button, right? All right. <laughs> but as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie10. That's Boonie10, all capital letters. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on the BooniBreakdown.com. Hey, y'all, it's your girl Boonie, and you're listening to the Boonie Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 215 of the Boonie Breakdown Podcast. We're here for another episode. We have our problematic fave, Brian. He came to the rescue. COVID is back with a vengeance. And so the guest I was going to record with had to reschedule because they had COVID. And Brian answered the call. We have a good conversation. He sends his condolences to Kevin Samuels. Uh <laughs> We talk about hoochie daddy short sex injuries. And we had an interesting conversation because Brian does not feel like energy chakras, crystal, none of that shit is real. And so, you know, we get there later in the conversation. So you want to stick around for that. All right, we're going to hop right into my pick of the week. Um, I need you guys because I, I haven't heard much chatter about this. And I need someone to talk to the staircase on HBO Max. Um, really good. It's still in, it's a limited series. So it's only going to be one series, but it's about Michael Peterson. And this is back a while ago. He like killed, well, he went to trial for killing his wife. And so we're watching the series. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, did he kill his wife? I don't know. Did Yeah. Yeah. He killed her, but it's so good. They are acting Tony Collette, Colin Firth. So if you, I need more people to watch this because I want to talk about it. And so I've just been conversing on Twitter because I didn't know anybody in real life or IG life or Ratcheteer gang who was watching it. So y'all check it out. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you think he did it. I think it's maybe two more episodes left in this limited series, but so far really, really amazing acting. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. All right. Housekeeping feedback from last week's episode, episode 214, Live Your Best Whole Life with Scotty Unfamous. Got to shout out the UK Ratcheteers. You showed out this episode charted really, really high over in the UK this week. Um, So thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you all also for putting up with my British accent. (laughs) It was fun to do that uh, with Scotty, but I did get this note. Oh my God, Booney, I was cracking up with you trying that British accent. It was cute for a second though, but you're right. The Brits say fuck so much better than we do. However, I did agree with the conversation that you and Scotty had surrounding speaking up for your pleasure because you better be damn sure these men would let you know if your sex was trash. So sis, tell him, tell him he's not eating your pussy right. Tell him he's not stroking your pussy right and you'll be all the better for it. Love you, Booney, for always bringing up these conversations. So again, if you have not checked that out, head on back to last week's episode, Live Your Best Whole Life. Also, we need some air horns. 
Uh, Boonie Live New York tickets are on sale now for everyone. Ratcheteer Gang has scooped up what they were getting, but now the tickets are on sale now. You can head on over to the booniebreakdown.com backslash live. That show is taking place in New York City. We're in motherfucking Manhattan on the Lower East Side, all right? Saturday, August 13th. Yes, Saturday, August 13th, we're in New York. So again, you can head on over to the booniebreakdown.com backslash live to get those tickets. Also there, you'll find tickets for our Boonie Live Baltimore show, which is Saturday, July 23rd. Tickets are on sale. You guys are moving those. It's amazing. I love you. I'm so excited for these shows. And if you head on over to that website, you will also see now that there is a date. We are doing uh, Boonie Live Raleigh. Um, that's a, now I'm not gonna get the date yet because I need I I don't say it until I sign a contract. Ratcheteer Gang has a potential date, but we will be doing the Boonie Breakdown live North Carolina and Raleigh Durham area. All right, so I can tell you it'll be in October. So if that if that narrows it down for you, all right. I know it's homecoming season, but fuck a homecoming. It'll be homecoming next year. <laughs> so again, just head on over to the Boonie Breakdown live. No, thebooniebreakdown.com backslash live to get your tickets to the shows. I can't wait to see you all this summer. All right. Now, if you've been listening for a long time and y'all be sending me so many kind words, I did a contest that I did not win, but you guys sent in some amazing love letters. And someone says, if you want the realness, the Boonie Breakdown does not hold back. Adrian is a phenomenal podcaster, and I know her podcast will grow exponentially if she was awarded this sponsorship money from a secret admirer. Now, I did not win, but I read every single love notes that you guys sent in for that podcast contest. So I just want to thank you guys so much. Um, they were so warm and so amazing, and it's always nice to see what people think about you. Um, and so if you sent one in, but you know, you've never publicly did a rating for me, you know, you can do one of those just like in Spotify and Apple podcast app. You can just hit those five star ratings. I know I said that in last week's episode, I just found out that you great podcasts in Spotify, which was news to me. So I saw a handful of you went over there and hit those five stars. So all you got to do in both apps, we'll start with Spotify first. If you, even if you subscribe and you follow over there, you have to search the Boonie Breakdown, right? Go to the page and where it says those five stars, it's the, you click it, it says a star, you click it, it says rate show, you hit five stars, bam, you're done. That's it. If you're an Apple podcast app, very similar. All you have to do, go to your open your app, search the Boonie Breakdown, scroll where it says ratings and reviews, hit those five stars, you're done. That's it. Takes 30 seconds for both apps and I appreciate it and love all of the support. All right. If this is your first time listening, welcome. You can follow us over on Instagram and Facebook at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter at Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on TikTok at The Boonie Breakdown. You can share this episode in your Insta story. You can put it in your group chat with your friends. You can DM me and tell me, you know what, Brian on some fuck shit again. You can do all of those amazing things. And I tell you, if your page is open, I respond, I share, I put it in my Insta story, and I thank you for spreading the word. All right. So that is it for me. So let's get ready to break it down. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's your girl, Booney, and uh, problematic fave to the rescue. 
that's that? what I do. That's what I do. If you need what? somebody that's going to be there for you, you can always count on me. Stand up guy. If you're on Patreon gang, you get to see the thirst trap that I'm looking at right now. Um, it's, it's no thirst trap. I literally never have a shirt on in the house. That's just my whole thing. I've, I've been on so many different episodes with no shirt on. You know, it's funny. No one on Patreon gang has mentioned that, but I bet you this time they will. It's nothing to see. His words, not mine. How are you, friend? <laughs> nothing to see here. I am <laughs> great. I am great. Um, life is good. That's good. I want to offer you my condolences. What happened? Your leader, Kevin Samuels, is gone. Oh, my God. He was never my leader. <laughs> if anything, he stole everything from me, which I think if you go back and look at who might have logged in and listened to the show, at some point, Kevin <clears throat> seen what we were doing and took a little bit away from that and made it his own thing. So that's where I think, you know, I was Kevin Samuels before Kevin Samuels. I tell people that all the time. I, I mean, you were. You truly were. So... <laughs> Shout out to all the people who were, you know, still hurt. I did ask Brian, y'all, because I was showing all people getting the tattoos. And I asked, was he going to add Kevin to his Freedom Fighter thought leg? (laughs) I'm not going that far, but I do think that Kevin Samuels had his place in the society. And he will go down as um, as an era right after the pandemic. So there's like two BCs, like there's before Christ. And then there's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then there's before COVID. So Kevin Samuels comes after the before COVID. And we will remember that moment in time where he started to set women straight. And people, I cannot, like, I don't even argue with people about this anymore. The reason why people don't like what he said was because, one, they never listened to what he said. Everything he said was based around a woman who wanted to be with a high-value man. And he started with the statistics of how many men make over a certain amount. And it's only like 8% of these men in the black community or whatever you, whatever he said. The whole point was, why do you think you deserve to be kept or have this type of man? And when women would call up and talk about how many kids or how many kids fathers and all that Mm -hmm. stuff, he would definitely mess with them. Because I feel, I still feel like that does not, eliminate or evict you from the race of having a high value man because of your prior relationship mistakes or who got you pregnant and you kept the baby versus the lady who had three abortions and now she's high value ready. I don't believe in that, but I feel like people walked up that tree for him to smack them down. And then as an audience, we either felt seen or attacked based off of certain things he said, and it became he was this bad person. Yeah, no, I'm good. I think I might shock a few people here. I think a lot of what he said when I was having private conversations with problematic fave, with responsible fave, with niggas I was fucking, they all said the same thing. The niggas not lying, right? Like, at the core of his message, what he was saying, most men agreed with. But I think for... um, for a lot of the outrage stemmed from people being triggered, right? Because yes. a lot of his messaging was, you fat, 
you average, you're not a bad bitch, you too old, you a leftover, <laughs> nobody wants you, right? And I think a lot of what he was saying was tapping into those little thoughts that be in the back of people's heads. I'm too fat, men don't want me. I'm ugly, a guy don't want me. I'm too old. Like, so I feel like that's where the outrage came from because he tapped into those places that triggered people to those thoughts that they didn't want to think about themselves. And so, yes, that's, his delivery yeah. was kind of fucked up sometimes, but, but we also have to remember these people were calling in for this. Like he just wasn't randomly picking people off the internet to say, let me read, tell you about yourself. People were calling in for his advice. So yes, I did not always agree with his delivery. But I feel like that's part of what we do, right? So the problematic fave wouldn't be so problematic or the fave if I didn't give you what I give you. I'm not Kevin Samuels raw, but I give you all the truth. You know, like I just was telling my mother about the podcast and I was like, Ma, sometimes I got to tell these women what the fuck they need to hear and not what they want to hear. And she was just like, can you do that? And I'm just like, ma, like you just, you know, I don't hold no punches. But, you know, it just, it's real because it's like, if I really wanted to like go all the way shock value in the sense that I was trying to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like maybe like unauthentic or like, like boony, like, all right, so what we're going to do is we going, I'm going to just start being ignorant as fuck from day one. Like we just going to, I'm not going to be me. I'm being me all the time, but Kevin Samuels could have basically said, like, I'm going to do this. It's going to piss some people off, but it's going to make me some money. And he made a lot of money doing what I, he did. I think that's I I think I, saw, I didn't watch the clip, but it was circulating on Twitter where there was some clip from like five years ago before he blew up where his audience was really just men. And he kind of said his own words. It was like, well, I bet you if I changed the whole format of the show and was telling women about themselves and dogging out women, I'm going to blow up. And that's what he did. But it was also kind of eerie the week after he died. I don't know if you watch Atlanta. Do you watch Atlanta? No. So on Atlanta, the week after he died, he was the main character of this episode on Atlanta. And he was... It was really funny. <laughs> so the premise, like, I don't know, the Atlanta this season has been doing kind of like Jordan Peele, Black Mirror type episodes where it's not, um, it's not focused on the main characters of the show, but they'll do these things. And so it was this white, this boy who was mixed, but he was passing as white at school. And Kevin Samuel shows up as like a, an alum of the school and he tells they tell all the seniors to go to the school to like the cafeteria or some shit and kevin samuels is like i'm gonna pay for college for everybody and all the seniors are like yeah he's like oh all the black kids (laughs) and so they show this little boy who's been passing as white because he couldn't afford the school he wanted to go to. So now he's confronted with going to be black. And so they were having like these panels to judge the kids, to judge their blackness. And Kevin Samuels is one of the people, but the shit was funny as fuck. And it was just really eerie that it was the week after he died. Yeah. I mean, it was just that whole, that whole thing was crazy. I think the outrage for me was people celebrating that. And to see people celebrate death, there's very few people 
I think R. Kelly would death would be celebrated. Oh um, yeah, it's, it's some people, but it's just like I don't think R. Ke- I mean, I don't think Kevin Samuels to the point hurt anyone physically or did some damage to people to where people should be like, yeah, he's a really bad person. Like it was just like, damn, like he hurt, like who he hurt you that bad? Like yeah, fuck that motherfucker, and <laughs> yeah, he got what he had coming, like. I don't think he was out here killing people. Like, you know, like, yeah, he said this, he said that. Watch what the fuck you say next time. Yeah. I'm like, really? But that's yeah, a whole... It's an yeah. interesting space we live in these days, but, you know. it was, yeah. I think it was just stunning and shocking. When I first saw it, I didn't believe it. Like, oh, that's some bullshit. But then I was like, oh, shit, it's real. I do think it's... The way he died is a little ironic because i was waiting for me this is just me so did they ever say what happened like i i don't know i think it was just like you know some woman called it in they were like fucking and he had a heart attack on top of her so i thought he woke up and like complained of chest pains and fell on top of her yeah but she went down to the concierge and got a little the machine and it didn't work she called 911 and that was it so he he basically yeah I mean but go. I thought the twist was going to be when they said it was someone with him I thought it was going to be a nigga <laughs> oh man I never thought that but you know what's crazy like if I had to choose a way to go out that's how I want to go out you want to go out dying with being fucked or after fucking uh, I hope I'm not being fucked I hope I'm doing the fucking but yeah I mean if I'm in the midst of having sex and I die like that's that's some nice shit to go out to so would you want to die like in the act or like after your orgasm during the like, orgasm? Like how like, does this work? How do you envision like, this? As is, as I'm coming. Like I envision it like like you're coming and then you're like, oh Elizabeth, I'm coming. Like, like I'm <laughs> I'm coming and it's like my eyes rolling back in my head. She like that is terrible. And like and I'm like, God damn, that's a big ass nut. And all of a sudden, like I'm still like kind of like going, but I'm done. And it's like I just collapse over. And she's like, boy, wake up. And I'm like, dead. Let me tell you. <laughs> like, I'm like, dead, dead. <laughs> I would freak out because, like, what if your dick is still in me? Like, and you're nutting yeah, that's and the best dying. Part. That's the best part. That's the best part. Now I got dead, dead nigga dick in me. Like, at that point. <gasps> oh, wait a minute. Rick Amortis dick might feel good. Like, if it's real stiff. Okay, let me stop. My brain goes to twisted places. But, like, a stiff, hard dick feels good. Like, what if the dick gets that hard? Okay. What? <laughs> you talk about dying in the pussy. That's where my brain that's a, went. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> For your ADHD kick That was too start. much. But, no, I was really just... I mean, I know it takes a couple hours for that to kick in, right? Uh, I will believe so. Thank you. I mean, I thought you knew this. You know everything. I do know everything. I know a little bit of everything. I do that. I do. I'm waiting for you to say you are fucking mortician soon. Um, no, I'm not. The man of many <laughs> trades. <laughs> no. Look, are you ready? Are you ready for Hoochie Daddy season? Are you participating in Hoochie Daddy season? I wear, listen, I've been wearing the five inch Nike shorts before hoochie daddy season was a thing i can attest um so i like working out i love working on my legs i love feeling like as a man of 250 pounds 240 250 
I'm not walking around with little ass legs. So I feel like <laughs> that's important that your legs have girth as much as like your upper body. You don't want to look like, you know, like this big, you know, you got to have good legs. I feel like that's important as a man, like your chest, back, legs, those things are important. There's too many men out here with like uh, little legs. So I work on that. So then I want to show them off. I want to have on something comfortable, like some shorts and some. Brian uh, will have on coochie cutters with his thought leg out. Well, you know, I wear the Nike compressions underneath them. And then I just have. Well, we talked about, well, not on the pod. We talked about this privately because I felt like he'd be doing his little thirst trap workout videos. And I'd be like, how come you should just take off the little coochie cutter shorts and just wear your, your compression shorts. And he said, no, I did before. And they told me that I couldn't work out like that in the gym. <laughs> really? They did. They did. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I did. 2019. That was my thing. I used to go in there with straight like shorts on. I start working out and I would just take the shorts off, t-shirt off, hoodie like off. And I was, complained. I was straight B in just my, in my, you know, compressions, Nike compressions. Um, I don't know if it was a complaint. It was more of like, the girl came around the corner and she was like, uh-uh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that type of thing. Like, at the gym, like, this girl seen it, like, uh-uh, you can't work out like that. So after I fucked her, she was mm-hmm. like, you can't work out like that no more because <laughs> I don't want the other girls in there to see what's going on. And she's like, you know, like, one of the girls that already had prompted her, like, go around the corner, like, he's in there working out, like, no shirt on, no, like, Go look, go look. Let me find out problematic fave in there. It was a thirst trap. That was a thirst trap. I set it up perfectly. It worked. And it worked. (laughs) It worked. I mean, that was like, that was strategic as fuck. Like, I literally said to myself, like, all right, how are we going to get this woman's attention? And it worked. It worked. A dick print and compression shorts will work. Yeah, was, that's why I don't think I'm necessarily sold on this hoochie daddy shorts because like how you wear it is fine, but like really just somebody out with a five inch seam short. I don't. I think I'm still on gray sweatpants. That's enough for me. So when you I guess also because like legs inch. don't turn me on. I'm a shoulders back girl. So yeah, put a but tank I feel top like on. most guys don't even have the legs to wear short shorts. Like you got to really like. You know, like from riding bikes and stuff like that, like my quads and my calves and stuff like that. You know, I got tattoos on my legs. But like most guys, like you look at them, you're working out with them. They don't have the legs to really match like the upper body. Like that's the one thing people always like, never skip leg day. Well, a lot of you are. A lot of you are. (laughs) (laughs) And it's crazy because I'm about to have to skip leg day for a while. I have to show you later, but. I fell in the gym yesterday. I didn't fall. I was coming off the pull-up bar and I stepped on a dumbbell and I sprained my ankle. It was so bad. You too old for this shit. I know. So I got like a brace on my ankle. (laughs) You too old to be falling. Like falling post 35 will fuck you up. I didn't even hit the ground. I didn't even hit the ground. That's what I'm saying. A simple trip will fuck you up. When the ankle rolled, I was like, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a fucking bitch. Fuck. Fuck, fuck. Like I, I just was like, I was like going off, and then it was just like, 
I tried to put some like weight on it. It was just so bad. It was just like, oh my God. I walked up in a patient first this morning. I was like, please don't let this be broken. I got a vacation coming up. <laughs> well, that happened to me. I wasn't cool. I did not. Tr- I literally tripped up the steps in my house and oh, I man. fell right on my knee. If you did not know this, this is your FYI, your oldest fuck. You can bruise a bone and Mm -hmm. it hurts just as much as a sprain. And so I went, I just knew I fucked up my knee. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have knee surgery. I can't put no, I can't stretch my leg. I go get an x-ray, all that shit. And they were like, yeah, I just think it's a bruised bone. It's going to take six weeks. And I'm like, what? But it literally took six weeks for me to be able to walk right again. And all I did was trip up the steps and fall on my knee. But that's the part where we be fucked up with like, as regular people, like when we watch football and basketball and they'd be like, oh, you know, he's not going to be out for the season. It looks like it's a bone bruise. We'll update you on the status for the next game. You know, as the time goes on, it looks like he's out again. Oh, he's out. And then they can be like, motherfucker soft as shit. Like, he won't fucking play. <laughs> like, motherfucker, you ever had that injury? Like, Yo. when you have certain injuries, like a groin injury or like a hamstring, like stuff like that, and you go to do regular stuff, and now you're asking somebody to run at like, 4.2 seconds, like, down the field, <laughs> tackle somebody. Situations where you're like, yeah, it it's not worth it. Like, you it's might want to Like, bro, you might want to set this out. I mean, they do have, like, they get shot up and, you know, certain chemicals and stuff to kind of, like, allow them to. But just imagine the pain after the game, like, when all that shit went off. And then my ass trying to be grown, still trying to fuck with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is not working. I'm like, we just want to do like, just let me lay on my stomach and you just want to spread the cheeks because I cannot like getting on top hurt, being on the bottom hurt. Like my knee was just fucked up. So you can't even fuck with a fucked up knee. <laughs> yeah, that shit is the worst. Like I remember when I had partially, no, I had, I didn't even have crutches then. I partially tore my ACL one time, but I actually had a meniscus tear and I got surgery. So when I got surgery on a meniscus tear, I remember like being on crutches, like, and then I was like, all right, well, I can't really lay down and all this other stuff because my knee was all wrapped up and I had just had surgery and I had to hit it from the back, like, you know, standing up at the edge Ooh, of the bed. Crutches? <laughs> I ain't had no crutches. I, like at that point, the crutches was like, and I was oh, I'm like, that is the next level, yo. I'm standing up on one leg, like a straight dog, like. <laughs> <laughs> Like slide back, slide back, slide back, right there, right there. That is, slide. yo, I hate when a guy says that. I'm like, slide back. <laughs> if you standing up, at the, at the, if you standing up at the edge of the bed, you got to get that thing right there. I'm triggered like, because I have learned that for me moving forward, like my old bed, I had the frame, the box spring, the mattress. And then if we were trying to do doggy with me in that position, my ass is so big, like they're tiptoeing <laughs> in the pussy, right? Because it's so high, like my butt is up so high. So I got a new bed. <laughs> so he's like, these are tall niggas. Yeah, these are tall niggas like standing on their toes trying to stroke. You definitely doing your tippy toes. And I hurt my ankles several times. <laughs> where, that, <laughs> where the ankle was already rolled. And it was just like, I came out of there like, I'm sitting there like an hour later, like, why the fuck my ankle hurt? Like <laughs> <laughs> that literally happened. I had to go get this nigga ice and shit because he was tiptoeing in the pussy. So to now- the fellas that's listening, to the fellas that's listening, 
I know if your stroke game right, if you've been on them tippy toes, banging, <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, you feel like you rolled the ankle. If you've been through this, like... <laughs> I'll give just, you a clap. <laughs> it's, it's real. Like, everybody knows that's, like, like, that's, like, a important position. It is. It really is. So now, like, my new bed, it's low, low profile. So it's just the bed and a mattress, because I don't need a box spring. And so when I first got it, oh, he was like, oh, this is perfect. It's like the perfect height. (laughs) And I was like, wow. He was like, I don't got to be on motherfucking tiptoes no more. (laughs) Yeah, that shit is real. That shit is real. For me, I think it was eye-opening because I really just thought, like, nigga, you 6'3", your feet are firmly planted. He's like, but yeah, my groin is down here, but your ass on that bed is like in my stomach. And I'm like, ah, got it. So, yes. Sex injuries. Or yeah, not even injuries, sex injuries. Injuries but... will affect your sex life. Yes. That's, that's, that's <laughs> 100%. a fact. Like, you will literally be sitting there like, oh, no, I'm good to go. And then next thing you know, you'll be over there in pain, like hurting, especially like that groin injury. Oh, my God. Like, I can't your, I had a groin injury. Tearing your groin is just like bad. I mean, it's just, it's, it's the spot right in between that connects your thighs to like the rest of you, like now, right I down mean, in there. It's just, yeah. uh, it's a muscle there. It's a, it's a little joint area. It's a lot of yeah, activities. It's a there. lot of connectivity. It's like a rota- like, rotor cuff yeah. almost, but in your hip. <laughs> and then you can't really like open your legs up. You can't really move too fast. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's just, that's rough, man. That's it is. It is. So it I commend. That part, the the things about getting old that nobody tells you that literally sleeping wrong, cuddling wrong, stepping wrong can fuck your whole shit up. (laughs) Having the wrong pillows can fuck you up. Yeah, one night where you just like, remember like we were younger, you like talk on the phone all night and you just get up and go to school the next day or go to work. Now you do some shit like that, you be fucked up for a week. Like, yeah, you you gotta plan it. Like, like right, if I go out and go like, hard tonight, <laughs> no, I'm just talking about just talking on the phone. Like, you look up oh. and you like, you look up like, damn, we was on the phone till like three in the morning. Like, we really getting to know each other. You come back off of that night, you cut, you get on the phone with her at nine thirty the next night. Like, I got all right, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like she like, damn, we talked at three thirty. He didn't even answer the phone. Like, look, babe, I was sleeping. <laughs> I took two naps at work. <laughs> you be fucked up. It's amazing. It is really amazing. Damn. It's real. It's real. As I move it, look, I'll be 38 this year. So yeah, it's real. Oh, you're getting there. You're getting there. I'm almost 40. Oh. Um, I'll be, be 43 this year. This is crazy. It's like happening damn, so fast. Damn, I feel fast. like you just turned 40. I feel like I did too. I feel like I did too. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel like you just turned 40. Shit. Just turned 40. Like, Are damn. you having a, a, another sausage fast birthday? Man, all my birthday parties at this point are sausage fast. I don't even have no, I don't even have no hoes to invite. Niggas be like. <laughs> and he just niggas. <laughs> right. Married niggas, single niggas. Nigga, it just be niggas. Like you can't go through, like that's another thing like you got to be careful about. So. This is something I want to talk to you about before. Like, when you go back and start texting and calling people that you had, like, relationships with before, <laughs> you fuck up everything. Like, you cannot go back to starting inviting those people. Because it's like, if you're desperate to promote 
you're going to start inviting those people and it just creates a problem. So that's why I can't be a promoter anymore. I was doing a happy hour on Thursdays. Oh, and yeah. it was like, it was like three people from my timeline, like, hey, I'm going to come through. But it was like, in my mind, like, I know if I invite her, she can bring all six of her friends. Like, if I invite her, she can bring all her line sisters. If I invite her, then you like, nah, that shit going to fuck up my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, today, Justin posted, you said, text him, I miss your dick, and fuck up his uh, healing process. And I was like, yo, that is toxic. Because that right there, it, that's not something you should do. You shouldn't it's do not, that. I wish that I could do that with somebody, but all the people that I would even possibly consider doing that with, it's not even worth the anguish on myself to fuck right. him up, right? right. So, right. yeah, I'm with you. Don't do it. Don't right. do it. Because look, you send, that, you send that to the wrong person and they'd be like, Wow, miss your pussy, or don't even respond. You be like, now you really pissed. Like, damn. Do you know how hurt I would be? No, I know somebody I could send it to who I would get the perfect response. But you know how hurt I would be if I sent some shit like that to a nigga and it was just like, please stop texting me. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm married now. Like, please leave your- <laughs> I would be so hurt, like, damn. Damn, but I do feel like I still have one, a solid one that I could text that to, and shit could pop up. The rest so my, not worth my time. Yeah, so my thing is, like, I just I just don't even want to reminisce on nothing in the past. You gotta That's just let good. it go. You, you gotta let it go. Forward, forward. Yeah, if you reminisce and think about, like, what something used to be, you eventually even go back to it, or you gonna slip up. Find yourself in some serious shit. Trying old business. I fuck with that. Now it's funny that you mentioned this because you had sent this to me in a DM. Like, this is a topic I want to do in a future episode. And I we I think we could parlay into it. You were saying you wanted to talk about energy and chakras and if that shit was real, and you had a very strong stance on it. I think it's bullshit. I think a lot of women stand behind all of this. Uh, you know, they doing sage and they looking at chakras and all that other stuff. Like, the motherfucking chakras ain't tell you I was fucking nobody else. Like, you thought, <laughs> <laughs> like, you over there praying to praying to these uh to these little little stones in your closet in the morning and thinking everything's going great. Like, wasn't like the god of healing supposed to step in and tell you start now? Like. <laughs> That shit don't work. So here's the thing. I'm somebody who dabbles in it. I think all of y'all do now. It's not I, all of y'all. It's a lot. No, I would say it's a, a lot. lot though. The I full moons. I, I be seeing like posts about like I'm a moon child. Like, girl, you ain't never talked about no moon. Like, sit <laughs> I will say I do feel like a lot of this has become it, if they don't practice it, to your point on Instagram, these very kitschy, slick posts that people just share to their Insta story gives off the appearance that people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I think most people don't know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to that stuff. And I agree. Um, I, liked, I, like, I can go on my bookshelf right now and pull out mad books where I will... At one point in time, I was so fascinated by it because it was like, wow, it was 
not as popular. But now I do feel like you can go to fucking Nordstrom and get a rose quartz for 40 bucks, right? <laughs> that wasn't right. the case before. I do think there is, I don't want to say the word real. What's the word I'm looking for? I think there are great tools for the right thing. Okay. Well, like, educate me because you know more. And I think like you probably can like educate me. But I just seen it being like a popular thing. And I thought it so this is my like this is my stance. And this is okay, go ahead, it's not just it's not just chakras. It's chakras, it's waist beads, it's <laughs> it's a lot of different things, right? Where I feel like what makes women like um wonder why we can just move on from them or like what we you know, why we just like wh- whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of women are doing the same exact thing, wearing their hair the same way, wearing dressing the same way. Everybody got to get a waist speed. Everybody got to get, you know, this new hot thing. Like, be different. So it's like when you do what the same girl did and the other girls and the other five girls on Instagram on my timeline that I think are attractive, all y'all look alike, y'all interchangeable. Like, do something to not be interchangeable. Like, just be different. Like, be the one like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. No, I don't have waist waist beads. No, I don't, you know, wear those shoes just because everybody wear. Like, that's where I'm, that's where I'm. Okay, so you're saying like to you now it's becoming a trend, like a hairstyle, et cetera. Yes. It's mainstream. Okay. Like where some of y'all may have been doing it for a while and really understand it. But then it's a lot of fakes and phonies that just jump out there like, Oh yeah, you know, is that a black is that a black uh black stone? Do you know what that means? That means uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I can I can follow your point because I was having a conversation where I feel like we're really reaching a point and I I hate blaming social media on everything, but it's just so easy to do. Um I just feel like cuz we see everything it's like group think in a different form with social media. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, we're reaching a point where, to your point, not is everybody dressing the same and doing the same hairstyles. People literally look the same. Everybody got the That's same looks, point. the lips, the butt, That's the stomach. Like everybody looks exactly the same now. And so when you look. And post the same thing. When y'all post one of those things in y'all Insta story, and it starts off with like, my worth is not defined in my pussy. Like something like that. Like it'll start the day with like some <laughs> an affirmation. Yes. An affirmation or something like that. 50 people that posted the same fucking story. Like, oh my God. How many times a day am I gonna see this one fucking thing? <laughs> it's supposed to be so fucking uplifting and everybody wants to post it. Like, come on. Maybe everybody was moved by it. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, but no, okay. I do, I do feel like there is the. Uh, it's kind of like copy paste repeat with everything. So yeah. I can't. I I feel your sentiment on some of that, but I will say, chakras, energy, that shit is real. I thought you were gonna go more so on some bullshit ass soul ties because that I don't believe in, but. <laughs> You don't believe in soul ties? No. So you don't believe when you sleep with people, like you connect with them in a different type of way? I do believe that there's an energy in that connection. 
but I don't think we're so fucking tied in a knot that I can. <laughs> like, I don't believe it. I don't believe in all of that. Because I think the way people always say soul tied to me, it's been like described always in a sexual connotation. But I'm like, if you're saying that it's a bond so deep, I feel like I've had a stronger soul tie to my best friend than any nigga I fucked. Right. So why is it? I just feel like it's some bullshit religious dogma that's like put so women don't fuck niggas. <laughs> like they don't fuck a lot of niggas. <laughs> Whoa. Your soul is tied. Like, uh, is it? Well, is you it? Because how come we- that nigga, my soul not tied to him? How come he get to... So that shit, I just really don't. Um, I get yeah. that, but I think for us as men, we get told that a lot. Um, I think that initially, when we hear that soul tie stuff, like it's just kind of like scare us off. So it's like, you know, all these women you've been sleeping with, you are now taking on part of their mental. You're taking on a part of their personality. So you was fucking that toxic woman. Now you're toxic, like stuff like that. (laughs) So, I mean, I remember vividly, like my mother telling me that shit like 20 years ago. Like, you know, if you sleep with all these women, you are taking part of someone's soul and body to you. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's what's up. It's cool. Like, like, (laughs) you know, this was before soul snatching came out. Like, oh, that's what's up. Like, I snatched that soul. Like, that's another soul I got. Got a closet full of souls. (laughs) No, I really, I really do feel like at a certain point when you are exchanging energy and connecting yourself with somebody who you're having sex with who is not on the right vibration, like, you know, as y'all would say, I think what happens is you can become um, you can become disjointed from like what your beliefs are, who are you, who you're supposed to be by dealing with somebody who's not on that same wavelength. You know what I mean? No, I agree with that. But I feel like that happens with people that you not fucking right. Like if you're friends with people who are robbing and stealing, then you might get caught up in that shit too. Right. Or you trying to lose weight and do whatever, but you hang out with people who eat at Burger King every day. Drink so, fucking bourbon I'm- every night, smoke cigars <laughs> every day. It's, it gets really hard. The company yeah. you keep speaks for you. But when so you're laying like, down I- with somebody, when you're laying down with somebody and y'all literally like in a relationship where y'all constantly exchanging energy, you can pick up bad ways from somebody. I feel like you yeah, can. Yeah, because his dirty dick gave me, you know, itchy coochie or something <laughs> like that. Like, you know, nah, I don't know. Not, that, not like that. I'm just talking about just somebody's negativity, their their yeah, ways. Certain people, things can, can just kind of... But I feel start. like those things can happen fully clothed. Just like how somebody walk in the room they and are. the whole energy zap out of there, you'd be like, this nigga, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, so I don't know. I just think it's interesting um that's a great point that's a great point so i'm just like it happens in so we disagree anyway. that we disagree that energy can be exchanged at any physically. moment at any moment yeah any moment i think it happens but the people putting too much into the soul time i feel like they put too much in the soul time i feel like like you said it was used to kind of like don't you sleep around they do it with women i think it's yeah. like i think they do it with men too yeah i i didn't think about how 
you said it, I could see it, but it's just like, eh. I feel like if you're responsible, I think people enough, use, I think people use sex as a weapon in general. Like it's just a whole thing where people, once they feel like they got somebody and they got mm-hmm. them like overly sexualized and like, oh, you know, like I think women, men too, men too. I can't say women. So but, how would you say men use sex as a weapon? I think men use it like where they have women where they know like, all right, this situation is like close to being over. Like, I nice. gotta go, I gotta go fuck her. Like once I fuck her, now it's like manipulation a bit. Yeah. So it's like you can control them with the dick. So it's like a woman not really always in a position where it's like, I want to go get some new dick, or I'll get some new dick and it's not the same, or that helps you out. She go get some new dick. But she used the way you fucked her, and she missing you a little bit. And then that one text message, or she, or you know, you pop over, and now you burn her ass up again. It's like she right back to where she was at. Like, all right, yeah. so if we going, so if we going to start doing this again, are you going to be consistent this time? Because the last time you hit, and I ain't see you for two weeks, and you want to go back to that bullshit. So you come <laughs> back over, you come back over again Friday night because this was Tuesday. Now it's Friday night, and she feeling like. He about to turn that corner and then she don't see you again for two more weeks. <laughs> That's <laughs> but not she, funny. <laughs> but she feeling because you got her right where you want her because, you know, based off of like where she at, it's going to take her a while to find somebody that's going to dick her down the same way. And it's not so much like even like I was explaining to somebody. You feelings and all of that stuff and everything that you have going make that pussy so good. So, right, you like, oh, my God, this motherfucking pussy so good. Y'all like have like a breakup or like all of a sudden like start going through some shit. That pussy be regular as a motherfucker. You be like, yo, you be like, yo, fuck that shit. That shit wasn't even all that. But mentally, when everything is good and y'all vibing and y'all on the same page, I mean, the pussy go up. Like it just go up. It can just be regular as fuck. But you care about her. Like y'all kind of like got a good vibe. Yeah, for caring. Everything just start like shooting up on that trajectory. So we're now like, oh, this bitch got some kind of pussy. Like, then you get mad at her, and then y'all like kind of go through some shit. And you're like, basic ass pussy, fucking <laughs> fuck her. Like, you really be like, really at that point, like real critical of the pussy. Critical of the pussy. Same way. So let, let's 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 reverse it, right? So you're getting dicked down real good, right? Now all of a sudden they want some toxic shit. You want some fuckboy shit. Like you caught them in a lie. Well, he ain't coming through like he said. And then all of a sudden, you like in a low moment, and you like, you know what? Fuck it, just come over here. And in your mind, you just kind of like, all right, whatever. And then it's like, what's going on? You like, this shit ain't even hitting like that. This this <laughs> overrated ass dick, like, you know what I mean? Like, you put him up on a pedestal, and now it's, it's back to just being regular, right? Because when we end something, our senses and everything get heightened to believe that it's the best, or like this shit is so good. And it, I'm saying all this to say, like, sisters out there, brothers out there, be strong. Get ye behind me, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> don't let, don't let somebody keep a stronghold over you. You are mentally making the dick or the pussy better than what it is. That new person, once you develop the chemistry with them, can get you to that level. It's just that you have to get that out of your mind. You are now 
pigeonholing yourself to this one dick because you feel like there's not no better dick out there. You don't want to meet nobody new. You don't want to let a new nigga fuck you wrong. All of that's going to happen. Just pray about it. It's so funny because that definitely does happen because I've done a circle back on a dick just because it was like I wasn't putting no energy out trying to get a replacement dick. So it's like, let me just call this nigga. Yep. And literally in the middle of it, I'm like, I was so mad like, I'm telling you, I've done situations where I like, I didn't drove an hour. Like, I ain't seen you. Like, come on. Like, you know, I miss you. Like, and then they like, all right. And then in your mind, you're like, yeah, boy. You didn't drove an hour. <laughs> you get over there. You be like, this ain't it. This 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 ain't even the same sandwich. Hit. Like you bought Popeyes in the county versus buying Popeyes in the city. <laughs> like you bought McDonald's, you bought McDonald's on well, Franklin 40, Street, Franklin and Warwick <laughs> versus McDonald's on Frederick Avenue. Frederick Road, Frederick got the best fucking McDonald's right off the Beltway, right there, oh, Frederick Avenue in Catonsville. That shit be blazing. One time I hit the wall. It's like if you ever there, right? It's a little wall, like a little column. I'm eating my fries and I'm driving and I looked up and was like, boom. And I hit the wall and I looked back. I got out the car, looked in the car and the faggy in the drive-thru was laughing like, <laughs> and I was like, fuck it's so funny, bitch. And I was so mad because I literally had to, yo, I had to call that shit in to work. Like, I just wasn't paying attention. I was eating them fucking hot ass fries. Like, much. <laughs> Maybe it's I not, needed an maybe I needed an alignment because my shit was like going off to the side. Yeah, like how the fuck you do that? Yo, okay, I was in the so, I was in my bag. Nothing tops McDonald's hot French fries in a coke. Nothing. Nah, a milkshake. Oh, I can't. I can't play the risk with the dairy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play that risk game. I can only do a milkshake or some type of milk based product if I know I'm going straight home. If I'm out in the streets. <laughs> Give me that strong ass coke to burn your throat. <laughs> Yo, when you yes, all had, like, I had you had a soda so long. I've been drinking so much water these last three weeks. I've been locked in on the gym like every day, like back locked in 90 day run. Like I'm about to kill it. Like I'm, I definitely got to get my weight down, get my blood pressure, cholesterol, all the shit that happened when you get old as fuck. Doctor giving you all these warnings, pre-diabetic, and what have you been doing? Like, you eating Reese's Cups 2 in the morning, drinking. So I'm like, I got to cut all that shit out. So I try not to eat past 8, but... Look at you. Yo, I no, have I feel you. Had, I have not had no fast food. And, and you just, like, fuck my whole head up because, yo, you get a cold ginger ale. It, it a cold different. ginger ale. I mean, you only had to have enough for weather. You'd be like... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit hit. <laughs> it's funny like, i definitely <laughs> i gotta get myself together because this last month i've definitely been been like grief binging on sugar as my skin i'm trying to get it back in order because it showed an all in my skin that was what did it for me i'm vanity but um well condolences thank you but yeah no fucking cokes and ginger ales and sugar i'm like oh, i gotta cut it out but Nothing like a cold, a cold, nice cold pop. With the, ain't that what Sweet Brown said? <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody got that shit. I was coming to get me a cold pop. pop. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a pop. <laughs> Yo, where is she? Did she, her barbecue sauce line still? 
popping. I didn't even know she had one. I think she parlayed it into something. Did all them people? Because it was the other one that was on the news. Um, Yo, real quick, real quick before we go, because I know we're getting close to that time. Look at you knowing. Come on. Yo, Antonio Brown is such a clown, yo. Oh, that's that football nigga. Right. And so did Keisha Cole really have his initials tattooed on her? Listen, sister girl been struggling for love for decades. Like, right. That's what I was like. I, I need was like, her G- to... from Jeezy to. <laughs> I need her to go to therapy because the Pistons aren't firing there. Like, what the fuck? Yo, the whole AB situation. He's such a clown. Like, he is such a clown. Like, he be with Yeezy, yay, Kanye, Kanye had the uh, Ronald McDonald boots on yesterday. <laughs> like, I don't care who made them. I don't care how much they cost. He looked like a damn yeah, clown. Yeah, like, ridiculous. But they hang together. Like, him, Justin, and A.B. hang together. LaBoy. Like, them three be everywhere together. But it's like, A.B. is such a clown. Like, can we just leave him where he's at? Did he ever get re-signed again? No. No, like the whole taking his jersey and stuff off in the middle of the field. You know, he's done so much stuff. Like, he's just such a dumbass. He's just such a dumbass. He's such a bad person. Like, he got the, when he got paid and they gave him the bonus in New England, he was about to get his bonus like 10 million or something like that, right? And he was like, they was like, don't text the lady who he like pulled his dick out on. She was like painting a mirror or something in his house. And he like walked over with a towel on it with his dick out, like, and then moved the towel and shoulder. So he texted her, like, yeah, bitch, something, something. <laughs> and he ended up getting cut right before he got like this $8 million bonus or $10 million bonus. Like, it's it just stupid shit like that. Like, why would you even text her when they already took care of it? It's been settled. Like, you just can't leave well enough alone. He but went on my- he went on Facebook Live when the coach was giving a like post game speech and like fans were like, Oh, he, he went live, like we're like live in the locker room with him. Like he that's like totally against he just a he just a dick. No, he is, but I'm like Keisha Cole is a dummy, like because I think I read that they couldn't I was like, How did they even hook up? She did a feature on his album, and I'm like, he dropped an album. Right. Like, girl, why? <laughs> like, what are you doing? People was downloading his music the night he took the shirt off and walked off the field like, oh, he just put out a a, a, a solo song. It's not that bad. And I'm like, yo, come on. Why would you even download that? Like, why? Yeah, I'm like, Keisha, Keisha, Keisha. But I've never been a Keisha Cole fan. I just want the record to reflect. Um, I did. I used to like her a lot. So when I first met, when she first came out and she had that red hair, she was like walking hair, through the neighborhood. That was when I had like a thing for like little like hood boppers. Like it was just something about <laughs> that round the way filet that just like turned me on. That's what you like. That was your flavor. Back at that point in time. And I went to, I can't think of the name of the club, but she was performing and there was about 15 people there. 15? And yeah. Well, you said and when she, she first started. Yeah. And she, it was like a Sunday night. Like they had like, oh, Keisha Cole. And I knew her song. Like, it was like her walking through a neighborhood singing this song. It was like her, one of our first singles. That was that song with Kanye. Yep. And she was performing that and she was drinking Remy. And I was just like, look at this little hood bitch. Like, I love this little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
I was like, like the song stopped like at the end. And I was like, Keisha, I love you. She was like, I love you too, boo. And I was like, I could fuck this bitch. I know I could. I know I could. <laughs> <laughs> the only song of hers I really fuck with is the one with her and Missy. And I think Little Kim is on it. Oh, yeah. Like the whole like compilation song. Yeah, See, like, I can't stand Missy. I can't stand Missy Elliott. Like everything about her just doesn't sit well with me. Her look. So, I knew that was the first thing you were going to say. My eyes yo, got big and on the video. <laughs> yo, just her whole look just kind of turned me off. And I had this girl, right? So I was dating this chick. And I don't care if she know anyway, but I was dating this chick, right? And I had like, I was like, oh, you know, happy birthday. Like we going horseback ride. So we like driving up 95 and like we get like halfway up 95 and I'm like, oh, reach in the glove box and grab them directions for me. That's when niggas were map quest. That's how long ago. <laughs> I was actually. like, God damn, nigga. <laughs> right. So this is literally like 20 years ago. Literally almost 20 years ago. And I'm like, grab that map quest, whatever, right? So she grabbed the map quest, but it wasn't really a map quest. It was an envelope. And I was like, it's in there. And when she opened it, it was a birthday card. And I had $1,000 cash in it, right? So I'm like, happy birthday. We going to King of Prussia. Like, oh my God, my baby taking me shopping. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know? <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. It ain't nothing. You know, you're young and dumb. So you're spending that cash. So, you know, we on our way to the mall. We get to the mall. She's buying like terrible stuff. Like I wanted to take her <laughs> shopping. I wanted to take her shopping because she couldn't dress. So I was trying to be like influential oh. in the things she was buying and put her on with some new shit. Like, oh, you know, these like, uh, you know, like citizens of humanity, like all oh, these seven jeans, like, oh, they hot. Like, oh, 150 for some jeans. I'm not doing that. We gets down to South Street. And she bought this fucking like pink or or blue fucking Adidas sweatsuit. If this bitch ain't look like Missy Elliott one day when she walked out the house to go to my buddy cookout, I was mad <laughs> as shit. Like, where are you going? Like, what the fuck? Like, with them fucking shell heads and Adidas sweatsuit. She's like, you don't like my sweatsuit? I'm like, no, bitch, you can't wear that. Like, you cannot wear that to the fucking cookout. Like, I'm that nigga. Like. If you go on somewhere with me and I'm like, what you got on? I will fake sick. I will like come up <laughs> with a reason. I will change the location. Like I will find a way to abort the plan because you're not going to embarrass me. You will not embarrass me about the way you look. <laughs> so that's why you hate Missy Elliott because a girl almost embarrassed you at your friend's cookout. And to this day, in my mind, every time I see Missy Elliott, I think about her in that fucking sweatsuit. I hated it. It was like the straight leg Adidas ones too. Like we just came straight down and like almost like they didn't taper. You know what I mean? Like shit tapered now. Yeah. So now like, you know, you throw a little Adidas sweatsuit on now, it's cute. But back then the shit was like straight. Like, <laughs> yo, if you don't look like one of the if you don't look like, if you don't look like a mixture between Missy Elliott, Reverend Ryan, <laughs> like you got on some breakaway fucking basketball pants. Like, get the fuck out of here talking about you going somewhere with me like fuck no it's not going nowhere with me looking like that wasting my fucking money that's not where I thought that story was going about why you hate this <laughs> <laughs> me I'm super fly I, I can't stand that shit I can't stand is, the rain Missy's iconic it's though. my window I can't stand <laughs> Yo, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Missy misdemeanor. <laughs> Yo, yeah. next time, listen, 
<laughs> soon as this listen, soon as the state of Maryland passed the marijuana laws, right? We're gonna get some edibles. And we're gonna like just like get some edibles and we just gonna like do like a live show. But it's like Instagram. Like somewhere where we're like all of a sudden people can tell when they kick that. Like, <laughs> like, like deal. The, like a hundred percent deal. The edibles just kicked in. Like a hundred percent deal. We're just laughing, wild, and people gonna be like, "Oh my god, they like, yeah." Oh well, when this episode drops, since you mentioned the live show, um, tickets for the New York live show have went on sale today. As you're listening to this, so Brian will be there. We're hope to have Mecca, who I feel like she has been on this podcast not as much as brian and she could but like she probably neck and neck with kenny (laughs) so um it'll be a good show up in new york the show is at caveat which is in manhattan on the lower east side um it's a matinee show we'll probably hit a rooftop afterwards look at this lower east side lower east side i like east side Jim Jones. <laughs> so we'll be there. Uh, tickets drop. You can head to booniebreakdown.com backslash live. Get your tickets. You can come and see Brian. I'll be there. I'll We're be there. have a good time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I think, I don't know. I might bring one of the fellas up with me that weekend. Because it's going to be a Saturday fun. to a Sunday. I don't yeah. think I'm staying like the whole weekend. So I think I can just come up for the show and come back. So yeah, it'll be cool. That sounds good. So get your tickets and we'll All have right. a good time. But no, we are going to do that edible shit because that would actually be quite. Because for me too, for me too, we were in Houston and I had um, a refreshment and my friend was like, bitch, you move in slow motion. Like in your mind, you think you're going so fast. <laughs> but she right. was like, you were like, Hand me the water. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, you were just sitting there laughing at yourself for like 20 minutes. So, no, I'm down for that. I think that would be really fun. Well, let's do it. Let's get let's get these live shows popping. You know, let's get everything going. It's Baltimore show first, right? Yep. Baltimore is July 23rd and then New York, August 13th. I'm ready. Let's go. So, all right. Well, thanks, Brian. All right. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. All right, that is it for this week's episode. I want to thank the homie, the problematic fave, Brian, for doing this episode. Again, I want to thank him for being our guest at the Baltimore and New York shows. So all of you guys will be in my DMs all the time about it. Pull up. Pull up to the show and you can tell them in person. <laughs> also, be sure to support our sponsor, Dean Products. Use the code Boonie10 to save on your purchase over at dame.com. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I'm excited for the live shows and we're going to have a really, really good time. So I really, really hope you sell us out. I really hope y'all sell us out because I'm really about to get on y'all nerves with promo now. <laughs> But if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any apps that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You might just hear a review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass week. 
Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Buy your fucking tickets for Boonie Live. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Homaste. Until next time.